This week on the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, we recap SFP Lent. We'll talk some wacky news. And yep, it's that time of the month again. All that and more on this week's episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting live from the Busted Knuckle Studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, 2016's honorable mention, hashtag of the year. There he is, right across from me, sitting on old mic number one. It's Mojo! Let me tell you, I've gotten a lot of flack for my uh, comments about women not being able to choose what they Uh, wanted to eat. uh. Yep. Well, that's just because they're hangry. <laughs> <laughs> you should give your wife a Snickers bar right before it happens. Come on. Uh, no, she wouldn't be able to decide between the Snickers and a Twix or Reese's Pieces, <laughs> man. So, I, yeah, I've given up on that. Anyway, thanks for joining us once again for another episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Um, you can go on our Facebook and follow us at Southern Fried Philosophy or Southern Fried Philosophy. You can also go to our website at SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. Also, our Twitter's and Instagram at SFP Radio. Go to our YouTube at YouTube.com forward slash SFP Radio. And if you would like to check us out at any time, please shoot us an email at SFPRadio at Gmail, and you yourself could be sitting in the Busted Knuckle studio with your smoking hot seats brought to you by Bad Mother Smokers, and you can sit down and watch us, and we'll just pick our nose, do the show, basically anything you'd like. Yeah. Um, Bring a six-pack. <laughs> Of, and, and some beef jello. jerky and beef, beef jerky. Stands. Man, do you like beef jerky? Um, did you know they actually closed the beef jerky outlet down? No, yeah, did they really? They did. They had the, delicious the, popcorn. The one here in uh, near Concord and near mm. the mall, they just shut it down. The beef jerky outlet. I've, I, number one, I'm not surprised. Number two, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've always wondered how a place would <laughs> just operate off jerky. So, well, they had popcorn. I know that much. Hmm. Um, yeah, and, and beef jerky is not one of those things that you really feel like you need to go to an outlet mall to sure. get. I'm uh, just saying. Any gas station, yeah. grocery store, make it to home. Yeah. How much beef jerky do you think you're going to eat when you go to the outlet store? Because, you know, like yeah. outlets have like the big like Costco versions of things. Yeah, but it's also like it is, it's got to be the most single impulse buy when you go in there because you i'm sure you could probably go in there and be like you know i'm gonna get some beef jerky i'm here mm-hmm. i'm here yep. for the race whatever yeah and all exactly. of a sudden you there's up, that all of a sudden you end up with 12 bags of, of different <laughs> types of beef jerky, jerky. alligator squirrel yeah. then you know some hot sauces <laughs> from across the country so I, I i've never understood really how they made it but of course uh, they're gone now here are you so. gonna try to pick up that spot uh, no, no, thank you. That is the worst parking lot oh. situation in the world. But I tell you what, if you could get something that could go along really good with a Starbucks, hey, buddy, because yeah. it's right there, and a Five Guys, yeah. I might not might, might not leave that whole section there. That's true. That's true. Uh, up north, I saw a, a, a coffee shop with a strip club next to it hey. when I was passing through uh, Ohio. How many how many ladies do you think have burn marks? From their caught from spilled coffee. Yeah, that would uh, <laughs> just imagine McDonald's, McDonald's has been sued. So yeah, I don't, I don't think I didn't think it was a great concept either. Oh, but my, I'm just saying it existed. Coffee again. So, yeah. so yeah. how you be doing, buddy? Um. Well, let me ask you how you be doing. Let me ask you that first. 
Uh, well, I hope I don't offend anyone, but um, Here we go. I feel like I have snorted a line of pollen. Hey. <laughs> My sinuses are absolutely wrecked. Ugh. So it's, uh, it is yellow season mm-hmm. in the south. Um, you cannot go outside. You cannot put a uh, shoe on the ground without puffing a big smoke uh, or a big patch of uh, yellow smoke. Um, you cannot uh, touch your car. Mm-hmm. You cannot breathe the air yeah. without being uh, just engulfed in this just yellow haze. My wife has got a headache, so she says, mm. uh, due to <laughs> due to the pollen. And I, it, the weather's been so nice. I love keeping the door open. Sure. But then she yells at me because she's like, it's going to get everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, just to make a point there, I, and I'm, I know it's – Everywhere that has pollen, mm-hmm. but it is just this next few weeks will be just. I mean, like it rained a little bit last night. You could mm-hmm. see the tr- the little mini rivers of yeah. pollen. But yeah. uh, we we pulled all our motorcycles out the other day at Ooh. the shop, and um, just to give us more room. And do, it, it probably went fifteen minutes. Everything is colored covered with sheen mm-hmm. of of just yellow. It's so, not bothering me yet. I'm I'm a little worried. Well, I, I'm not exactly sure why I got hit hard this year because usually I'm pretty good. Yeah, but dude, it's uh, it's only in my life. Yeah, it's sinuses are on fire, and then uh, here we go, just uh, taking double doses of uh, Claritin and whatever else you can hanker down. Mm. So, the other thing that's the thing that's owning me is gas. Man, I don't know what it is, but something has got a hold of my. I haven't ate in a solid 24 hours, <laughs> Jeez. and I'm still like having major gas going. Well. At least you have gas, because right now I never trust it. So I'm going to be honest with you, I don't trust it anymore. Oh. Between medicine and keto diet, yeah, you just never trust Ooh, that. You're right about that. So, uh, so <laughs> let's um, let's maybe talk a little bit about um, the SFP Lent and uh, our recap on that one. A little bit of some need to breathe. <laughs> you like need to breathe? I thought it'd be appropriate yes. for your sinuses. Yes. I do need I do need to breathe. So Daddy was a preacher. She was his wife. So uh Southern Fried Lent, um, yeah. just if this is your first episode and you haven't heard of it before, we did a uh, a forty days plus seven, right? Yeah. Plus six. Plus six. So we did a 40, yeah. 40 days. Just bring 40 of your closest friends, and they get six dates. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we did 40 days leading up to Easter of Lent. You know, we started with the, the Lent holiday, and we, we did 40 nights. We got on there at 9 o'clock Eastern, um, and then we did the Holy Week of six days mm-hmm. uh, leading up to Easter. Yeah. Um, just that was kind of a little thing. We just did a few, uh, like a 10 to 15-minute devotional. When my, mine was more like seven. Yours was more like 20, <laughs> just because you're uh, you're such a good teacher. The so. average, well, because I rambled, and I said the same thing six, six different That's okay. ways. So, That's okay. Um, yeah, the average was about 10, yeah. maybe 10 to 15. But, uh, you know, you, you did a great job, so I enjoyed <laughs> watching. Well. Whatever. I, I enjoyed watching you. So, mm. um, But we appreciate everyone who tuned into that. Um, some feedback we've gotten personally. Um, I told you about my guy who yeah. came into my shop and was had been watching it and yeah. how much he got out of it so yeah it's, it's a very positive thing i think and our uh past guest uh lisa crouch said mm-hmm. that she enjoyed watching those and and watched those pretty frequently as well so right right and by and by the that. way if you if you haven't listened to the episode please go back it's episode 62 it's actually our uh I, my uh the donor of my heart is his mother and um she did a phenomenal job mm-hmm. uh strength of uh granite <laughs> i yeah. i mean 
I was I was probably more crying than she was. So <laughs> it was uh, very good. But anyway, yeah, she did give us kudos for the the Southern Pride Lamp, which I appreciate. Did you like that that title though? Your heart anniversary. Heart anniversary. Yeah, uh, that's good. I felt like I made that up, but I probably didn't. Uh, no, but that's okay though. <laughs> Oh, you did. Let's just say you did. <laughs> that was good, though. So, I told uh, Jess, I was like, hey, look what I just did. <laughs> and she goes, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen it before. No, that's good. Though. No, so uh, please go back and ch- check that out. And yeah. also, uh, any anyone that you know that is on the fence about donating uh, the mm-hmm. organs after they're no longer here, I think that yeah. will maybe kind of give an opposite perspective of a family who yeah. uh, had to make that decision. So. Yeah. Any growth, anything from, from the Lent? SFP, that, um, yeah. The Lent, um, I've never been a big daily devotional guy mm. just because um, I, I, and the first thing in the morning, like, you know, in the mornings, you try to do it in the mornings, but mornings I get my coffee. Mm-hmm. I like to just sit there and, you know, burn my, burn my mouth the first you know, few minutes <laughs> and then kind of just chill. Yeah. So I've never been a big, because that's kind of my routine. Mm-hmm. But um, I do find myself. Uh, in a consistent pattern now, you know, like yeah. the other day I was in Cincinnati driving back, pulled over the side of the road and, and read for a few minutes. Wow. So I think consistency of getting back into scripture, yeah. um, but also uh, just hammering home the fact that um, scripture obviously means different things to different mm. you know, interpretations yeah. of it. But yeah. also uh, the scripture that you read can mean one thing in a certain season of your life and have yeah. a total different meaning in, in a different part of the season of your life. So, um, scripture's there for valid purposes of t- storytelling, inspiration, um, what not to do. <laughs> um, there's a lot yeah. of reasons for it, but I think it just hammered home. <clears throat> also, uh, personally, a lot of times, I wouldn't say discard, but certain parts of the Bible, Old Testament that you just kind of really just kind of brush over. Yeah. Um, like, I'll stick with the New Testament. It's a little more hopeful. <laughs> but I think a lot of part of the Old Testament that I just, always hated studying you kind of revisit it again and reopen to it so how about you yeah i think the consistency thing was good i think like you said going back to the old testament because a lot of the time again just to reiterate i gloss over the old testament sure well and the new testament's a lot shorter so (laughs) so that's easier and it's a lot easier to read that's right um i will say that i'm pretty interested in going back and getting the apocrypha and start reading some of the stories no doubt that Richard Roars. Yeah, no doubt. He's like, this scripture is brought to you by Bell and the Dragon for this week. And you're like, we don't have Bell and the Dragon We're not in, in our Bible. That's yeah, right. So. Yeah, and that, I would love to have a Catholic priest on um, to explain, but also, you know, maybe later on down the road to, to figure out how, how we, I mean, I, I know this, but the reasons why Protestants mm-hmm. took these certain Bible, these books of the Bible out, just like the Book of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. That seems like a pretty good title for you know a book of the Bible. Yeah, Wisdom. Like, I would probably read that yeah. one. So I'd, I'd like to find out reason, the reasons why um, you know the Protestant movement took those out. And you also want to do an exorcism on me? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my kids. Oh yeah. So uh, right especially that. the little one. She's a, she's when she's all cracked uh, out. Yeah, so. it, it was a good uh, forty days. 40 plus 6. It was a challenge. By, hey, by day 20 buddy. it became a challenge. Hey buddy. So. I was I was I was really nervous on day 1 and mm-hmm. 2 and then it started to kind of get a little bit easier. Sure. Um but yeah. It was like, I don't know. Yeah. And then we would text each other like who's on tonight yeah, yeah. to try to figure out who's doing it. Yep. Um and then adjust, you know, adjusting for schedules and things. I will sure. say that I I have enjoyed my nine o'clock hour, but my alarm will still go off. Oh yeah, be like oh no, it's time for like oh night. No, we're yeah. not doing it. That's right. That's right. Um, spiritually, I think that I I really uh, 
look forward more to Easter this year than I have in the oh, past. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and going through that whole process and understanding like the whole 40 days and, mm-hmm. and giving up my, my nine o'clock time slot sure. to, to spending time in the word and, and doing that. So, yeah. And I think, uh, kind of doubling down on that a little bit, just the fact that, um, you get to spend more time realizing, especially the Holy week, I think mm-hmm. was very special where, yeah. you know, the reason, the logic, the reason why Christ did what he did. Yeah. Not just the, the fact that, okay, well, the father sent me here, well, I guess while I'm here, I'm going to do this for 33 years, and then they can hang me or they can put yeah. me on the cross. So, I don't think they yeah. hanged Well, they hung them on the cross. <laughs> okay. But, gotcha. um, yeah, thanks for letting me clear it up. <laughs> but uh, but you get to see that, and also that, that, that week uh, leading up to um, his death, mm. what anguish. I mean, the, the yeah. humanity, a lot of times we gloss over the humanity of Christ. Yeah, it, exactly. We, we, we look towards the divine, and to see that humanity part just – you you try to interject yourself. How would you feel? Would you, even if you knew you had a purpose, would you still do it? You yeah. know, and many of us couldn't say that. I mean, if you knew that you were standing outside a building where someone was holding someone hostage and you were the answer to that, would you aim more for self-preservation or mm-hmm. would you actually sacrifice yourself to go in there? Yeah. So that, I, I, that kind of hit me several times. Mm-hmm. So, uh, going through the the Holy Week, so yeah, I think the the one that was probably the most impactful was um, <clears throat> the very last one was just um, that night. You know, after Christ died, he was buried in the tomb. Like, what were the disciples thinking? Like it, the day before, oh, yeah. he was a complete con artist. You know, and <laughs> yeah. now the day the day after, he's a savior. Like yeah. to go from that drastic, right. he lied to us. He's not telling the truth. Everything that we hoped for is now gone. Right, and now. He comes back and he's the savior, but they didn't know that on Saturday night. Right. Um, and how many times do we have our own Saturday nights where we just doubt that Jesus was was real, that he's a con artist? But then, then there's a Sunday yeah. and there's a resurrection. You kind of wonder. Uh, it, I wonder if Christ wondered that his his followers, his disciples, were just bandwagon followers because you know, like you said, all of a sudden he was crucified, died. Yeah. It was kind of like the mentality of like high school where you had. This one kid who's a nerd, well, you never heard of heard from him again after you graduate. Mm-hmm. So you think he's dead, and then all of a sudden at your ten year reunion, he comes in driving the nicest car, <laughs> very nice looking wife, and find out he's actually a CEO of a company. Do you become yeah. all of a sudden become a bandwagon friend again? I mean, yeah. so, but uh, well, I mean, he called it right. He said, "Peter, you're going to deny me three times." Like, yeah. He already knew it was going to happen. Oh yeah, and oh, he yeah. still loved him through that whole thing. The other the other piece is the fact that he still died for Judas. Right. And even washed his feet, even though he knows he's going to sure. betray him. And but, that, you know, I mean, really... like you say, he denied, uh, Peter denied, and then, you know, Christ still baited his church mm-hmm. upon Peter. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, very, very big, impactful. I, like I said, it, it's nice to dive into it and take um, that, well, 49, or 46 nights. It was a long time, but, <laughs> but it was very nice to take that time, that consistency. Yeah to actually dive a little deeper because it's not all about the Easter bunnies and Easter eggs. Right. You know, it's, it's a lot deeper to yeah. that. So I enjoyed it. Um, I, I got a lot out of it and I think, uh, several of our listeners did too. So. Yeah, no, I think so too. Um, so this is going to be a really weird transition into some, some wacky, wacky news. news. Every time I look around, every time I look around. 
All right. Um, um, <laughs> you talk about getting ready for church on Sunday. Do you have a, you have a problem with getting the kids up ready to go on Sunday better morning? Have, you better not have the same story I do. Oh no. <laughs> do we? Do I have a problem getting the kids up yeah. uh, for church? Absolutely, including my wife. Oh, uh, she's uh, she likes to sleep in. Anything that you do in particular to to get her ready to roll or get the kids going? No, it's, I just complain to them. Do you ever use a taser? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Is, it, is this your story? That is my story. Uh, you go mo- ahead. A mother is arrested after using a taser to wake up her teenage son on Easter Sunday because he wouldn't get out of bed for church. Uh, Sharon Dobson, 40, she was charged uh, on Easter Sunday with a felony of child abuse. She is accused of using the taser on her son's uh, leg near their Phoenix home. Uh, she told police that she only activated the stun gun to force her kid out of bed for Easter church service. I mean, could you imagine? Like, mm. would you ever use a taser on your kids? Oh, no. No, <laughs> no. That, that's, that's some risky stuff right there. The 16-year-old didn't complain about uh, any of the pain, but he did have two small bumps on his leg from, from the back where he said the shot uh, the stun gun uh, got him. Good gosh. You know she wasn't playing, though. Oh, no. Hey, she, she wouldn't have none of that. Hey, honey, get out of bed for church. Uh, also, ironically, both her kids are on probation <laughs> and have ankle bracelets. So oh, no. Just to make it a little better. Oh, no. I did not read that. Yeah, there's another article. Oh, my gosh. So she um, she made it a brief court appearance on Monday and was ordered not to have any contact with the two kids. Imagine that. Hey, buddy. All right. So here's the other wacky news that I have. This I tell you, all of them are ending up in people going to jail. So a, <laughs> I, think, I think you're going to like this mm. one. A woman jailed for setting a motel fire. You ready for this? With burning packages of ham. With a ham! Wow. North Alabama woman is jailed. Had to be from Alabama or Florida, one of the two. <laughs> on a felony uh, arson charge for setting a fire to a package of ham and then tossing it into the garbage can at an Athens motel. The police say Beverly Harrison, 62, is accused of setting fire that caused an explosion at the Beaumar Inn last month. I am not making that up. Beaumar Inn. According to Athens, police officers were called to assist the firefighters. Around 9 a.m. Good gosh, that was early in the morning. <laughs> no injuries were reported of the fire. So here's what happened. Investigators say that uh, they learned that the family had brought Harrison a pack of ham to eat, but she didn't want the ham. After the family left, she set the ham on fire and put it in the garbage can. Uh, when the smoke started filling the room, she grabbed her dog and left. And then it hit a can of butane fuel. Of course it did. And then started the fire. Oh man, she must have not liked any ham. I don't. What was the purpose of that? Was a, a Molotov cocktail not available? I mean, to use the family <laughs> I mean, ham. She's well. I don't want no ham. And then, but look at Mama. Look at Mama. Ah. We'll have this story up on our show notes. But oh man, you got to see Mama. She. I uh, mean, yeah. she was. She didn't want the ham. No. Well. <laughs> She wanted to trade a ham for some meth. Oh my gosh, Mama! And then, like, so, who? What's the state that has Burning Man? Nevada. Nevada has Burning yeah, Man. Yeah, Alabama's so. now going to have Burning Burning, burning ham. ham Festival. Well, we do have the Burning Can Festival here in North Carolina. What's that? It's uh, Oscar Blues uh, Beer Company. Huh. <clears throat> they do a Burning Can. I had no uh, idea. Yeah. yeah. Golly, Mama! The Burning Ham. She did not like ham. Burning Ham. Birmingham. Oh, mm. 
I see what you did there. Hmm. My wife did her first ham on on that Easter was delicious Sunday. Too. Thanks it, for the invite, by the way. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. She did she did good. She had this weird dream that somehow the ham. Did she tell you about the dream? No, not really. The ham. She had this dream the night before where <laughs> she was opening up the ham and. It, as she opened it up, it continued to grow and grow and grow. And then it became an entire pig. It was like the Casper mattress of, of, this, <laughs> of this, where it would open it up and it became a full pig and it was running around the house and she had to chase it. So she was so worried about messing up this ham, but it all turned wow, out. Wow. I'd, I'd like to have a person that <laughs> interprets dreams on that one. So those are my wacky news stories. So uh, so that's some wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. Hey, if you need a clean, crisp uh, new website, check out our friends at webmerized.com on the sponsor section of our website, and uh, they will set you up. So that wacky news is brought to you by Webmerized. When we come back, we will talk about that time of the month. And, oh, man, we got some good ones on this one. All right, so we will be coming back. This is the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Words cannot describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. In our time of need, Texas Robert Bill came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless, and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular, and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H's word for it and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website. And if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerize.com for your web services needs. The tears are flowing, they're coming once again. And I'm starting fights that I just can't win. Why do I try? I never can tell. This time of the month, though it sure is hell. All right, we are back. This is the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. And this is a bit that we do every month called That Time of the Month. And it is the um, the weird, the awkward, the the holidays, the observations that Hallmark does not make any any cards for, but that we know of yet, and there should be. We really should. Uh, I think kind there's, of get there's a few gems always. <laughs> so um, these are some of the ones that we're going to highlight. And the other thing that I thought about is we're, we're going to do the months and the weeks, and maybe on our Instagram feed we'll we'll pop up every once in a while, Happy Pancake Day or something <laughs> like that. So. Uh, we'll we'll try to do that and do better on our Instagram account. So some of the uh, the fun months that we have for this one, uh, any of these pop out at you that uh, that really kind of own you? <coughs> Adopt a ferret month. <laughs> I've actually had a ferret. Have you? Um, yeah, we. I did grow in our uh, my early teen, late teens. Sorry, late teens. What? Okay. What inspired <clears throat> you to get a ferret? Well, I was traveling on the road a lot in the restaurant industry, <laughs> and oh, you know no. you want a pet. Well, you can't be there for a dog all the time to walk them. Yeah. So, but a ferret, 
Yeah. As long as you have a corner, they'll poop in it. So I I, I had a fair mm. in my hotel room because I lived out of a suitcase for oh, wow. about, about a year. But, um, yeah, I had a fair. And those things stink. Yes. God, they're fun little creatures, but, man, they stink. Do you remember there's a movie called The Beastmaster? Mm-hmm. That's where I would uh, – that's what – put me on the road to want a ferret and then I smelled it and I was like, nah, I'm out. Um, <laughs> well, also if you remember the ferret in kindergarten cop. Oh yeah. Saved, uh, right saved the little boy. Yeah. The ferret jumped up and bit the guy's neck. So yeah. <laughs> remember that. Yeah. Uh, it is adopt a greyhound month. That's a shout out for Tim and Jill. He's got a rescue greyhound, doesn't he? He does. Former yeah. retired racing dog. Yeah. I would like for them to take it off the leash and just let it run one day. That would be kind yeah, of fun to watch. <laughs> I don't know where. It, it, would get come, it, back. it wouldn't come back, yeah. Well, maybe it would. It would just keep going in a circle, could you be, think? Could be, yeah, maybe that, or uh, especially in your neighborhood with all the squirrels. Oh, golly. You're right about that. Ain't a safe squirrel out there. <laughs> uh, amateur Radio Month? Uh, something controversial is Confederate History Month. I was going to ask, do you think we're still going to have it this month? Uh, it, it's probably not going to be talked about, I'm sure. <laughs> so. Uh, Autism Awareness Month, that's a shout-out to Amazing Grace Advocacy. Not right. that they've done anything to it, but, I mean, just to, you know. Well, that's what her mission in life yeah. is, yeah. Um, irritable, bowel, irritable Bowel Syndrome Month. Hey, buddy. That seems like it's every day for me, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. There's no Pollen Awareness Month on here. But. <laughs> um, there's, it is Distracted. Oh, I wrote down Distracted, distracted Driving Awareness Month, but... I meant to take that out because I was driving when I put this together. So, <laughs> That's also like every month for teenagers. So. <laughs> it, um, yeah, you have the uh, uh, with the IBS. You also have the Soy Food Month, which mm. it pretty much gives you IBS. Soy food. Can you can you name me one thing that is decent with soy? Or like, can you make well anything? soy sauce? But besides soy um, sauce, yeah, I do like edamame beans, which okay. are soybeans. Are I they? Do, yeah, huh. uh, I do like. Uh, I thought they were edamame beans. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. Uh, I do like uh, I do like tofu. I, oh. I, I do love tofu. It's the texture thing for me. I can't do it. I, I got techniques, and then uh, tempeh, which is uh, uh, fermented soybeans. Huh. I, I do like that one. Every, every once in a while, we'll go vegetarian for a little while. Mm. I'll I'll use those to cook with. So. How about it? But other than that, nah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna add. The Emotional Overeating Awareness Month. That's like every day for me. Hate week. Tell me about hate, <laughs> hate week. I, 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 that's, uh, that's like a stretch there. I, it's a whole week to <laughs> hate. A whole week. I get tired after a day of hating something. Like, oh, it's well. a whole lot easier not to hate. You yeah. know, it takes a lot less energy not to. I think it's better when you're older that you just don't have enough testosterone to even care anymore. Mm. That you're just like... It doesn't mm. bother me anymore. National Dream Hotline. Okay. Yeah, maybe have your wife call about, the, about her uh, dancing pig. <laughs> or I was wondering if that that's a that's a, a weekly uh, observation the last weekend of the month, but I wonder if that's a 900 number. Could be. Could I wonder be. if that's it. Interstate mullet toss? <laughs> Is that the mullet the fish or the, the hairdo? Either way, I think I would enjoy watching those be tossed. Right. I don't know. Right. And it's National Humor Month, but then it's also National Holy Humor Month. So I wonder if like the Christians like wanted to piggyback off of that, yeah, and then just say we can have clean jokes too. We can have clean jokes. Speaking of, have you have you seen the uh, 
there was a Babylon B. You're familiar yeah, with yeah, Babylon yeah, B. It's the satire side. Oh my gosh! There was an article. Let me see if I can. By, by the way, Babylon B is like the onion for Christian for Christian uh, <laughs> news. It's very funny, but on point. So here's here's one of the headlines: KJV only church requires clear Bible covers to verify no one is concealing an NIV. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, <laughs> that's in response to the uh, the clear backpacks for the schools. Thing, mm-hmm. So yep, yep. They said that the NIV is extremely dangerous. So I thought that was funny. It's of the devil. It's of the devil. Heard. It's uh, National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Month. So every month, every day of the month, you should have a grilled cheese sandwich. You know, I do like some grilled cheese though. That and tomato soup. I could probably, mm-hmm. eat, I could probably eat that for a dozen meals or so. And you said the key to a grilled cheese is putting mayonnaise, mayonnaise on it. If you substitute mayonnaise instead of butter, it keeps it more crisp. Oh, hey, buddy. Yeah. National uh, Donate Life Month. Yes, that's a shout-out to you. I'm sorry if I keep hitting this dead horse, but (laughs) I appreciate it. Careful. I appreciate it. Uh, It's National Scoop the Poop Week as well, so that's not good. Some of my neighbors have fallen behind on that. Of course, my (laughs) daughter, too. I shouldn't poke. Poke fingers at people. So there are a couple that I, I do want to like. You know, they go in a in a row. Is it's Golden Rule Week, the first through the seventh. So that's you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And then it's also Laugh at Work Week. I wonder if that's Laugh at Your Work Week. But then it's followed by the same one as Explore Your Career Options, <laughs> which is then followed by Hate Week. Yeah. And then National Mule Day, <laughs> the fifth through the eighth. Mm. So now you just feel like a jack A for going through all of well, that. Well, at, uh, at least those kind of, uh, those lined up to make pretty good sense there. So, yeah. I mean, they just they nailed it right there. Cleaning for a Reason Week. I guess that's about April cleaning, April, April spring cleaning. Is there any point, any time where you clean for no reason? I don't. I don't understand that I, one. Well, I've kind of given up on it. I, I don't. Even, two kids and a wife. I don't even clean up anymore. It's, oh, your it's house pointless. looks great. We we tidied up like right before people get there. <laughs> Just don't check under the cushions or the closets. <laughs> That's the key. All right, guys. So here's the deal. It's National Card and Letter Writing Month. So um, here at SFP, we're going to encourage you. We're not even asking you to to write a card or a letter. The thing that we're going to ask you to, to write is just a review on iTunes. Please, that's, that's all we ask you to do. It's not that hard. We also ask you to share and post your post the episodes. Uh, it's not that hard. We need Actually, to get if you thing. just go to iTunes and uh, give us a thumbs up or star rating and then just pr- write, great. That's all you got to write. Yeah. Five one, little words, maybe the exclamation point if you want to at the end. And, or even just one word of great. Yeah. yeah Fantastic. Very, yep. A plus. We can shorten it down. We like it. Or just A. <laughs> you don't even have to say anything yeah. else. Just A. Just do that for us. Oh, guys, listen. If you want the show to keep going, my wife has given me a timetable, and we, we need to get this sucker off the ground. So if you like the show, please just go out and write a view on iTunes, um, anywhere else. Just you know, say that you like the show, and that would be great. So there we go. Uh, so that's been uh, that time of the month. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, so we are going to transition into um, uh, some news. We don't have any like, hey, here's some news music, but we're going to transition to that. Uh, anyway, so our guests have canceled, so we are just going to talk about some some news. We've got a teacher, the teacher walkout. So can you explain a little bit of the teacher walkout in my home state of Kentucky and Oklahoma? Um 
Do you want to yeah, this is probably going to be an a ongoing thing. But teachers across the uh, s- several states right now have mm-hmm. been walking out uh, in protest of wages. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they want to see an increase in wages. Um, Oklahoma, I know, is like 47th, I, I believe, in teacher pay. Oh, wow. Um, Kentucky is... I think right there also mm-hmm. and somewhere in the forties. So yeah, these, uh, these teachers have uh, done this They're protesting on capital grounds or just not showing up to work, I guess. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a mass protest, mass, uh, however you want to call it. They're just holding yeah. hostage, I guess. Maybe. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so what's your, what's your thoughts on that? So from, from my understanding, um, trying to be as non sided, mm-hmm. what is that word? Biased? Not biased as possible. I'm really going to have to go through a fourth grade dictionary one of these days. Mm-hmm. And then um, it being as non-biased as possible, from what I understand, it's it's not impacting anything from the current teachers. For the future teachers, they've got rid of their pensions and then um, a death benefit for anybody in the future for the, the spouses. So they, mm-hmm. they had like a life insurance plan for the teachers for the future and and now they're getting rid of that. Sure. From what I understand as well is that there is there's actually no cost savings at all in the future to allow them to do that, uh, to provide no benefits. There's no cost savings at all, and in fact, it's actually going to cost more to not do those things for whatever reason. So, to me, it doesn't make sense. I think that one, I think teachers are incredibly underpaid um, for for the things that they're doing now. I understand you can talk about, oh, well, they have three months off. Oh, if you look at the the hours that they put in. Um, but let's let's also look at the lack of resources that the schools are, are giving their teachers, the the lack of the, the crap that they've got to go through dealing with our teenagers, plus, um, you know, the parents, because the parents can be jacktards. I don't think what they're getting paid is uh, nearly enough, um, especially when we give uh, – entertainers and and sports folks um millions and millions of dollars while the teachers the police the fire department are critically underpaid but those are my two cents and my two thoughts so yours mine will be more unpopular (laughs) yeah i figured Um, how did you go into your line of work Uh, (laughs) um It was completely by accident, to be honest with you. Yeah. But you made a decision to. I mean, it wasn't like no one held a gun to your head to right. choose. Right. So, um, your skills, and I'm sure you're probably paid a little bit more than teachers. Yeah. Okay. I would say that. So skills and fruits of labor are determined by the, the currency, money, the, and what that money dictates. Um, your 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 salary is paid off of the fruits of your labor and the and the money generated by the work that you do for mm-hmm. your company. Your company has Correct. a tangible a tangible need in the market. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying teachers don't. Um, teacher salaries, on the other hand, are generated by tax revenues that are mm-hmm. collected by the city and county and also state. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in taxing more at all. Mm-hmm. Um, because once you do that, if someone doesn't want to pay that tax, that is basically – by force. I mean, right. If, I, I give you all yeah, that. Um, the city can actually come in and forcibly make you pay that. I, I'm, so I'm never, I'm never for more taxation. Right. Um, going back to the Kentucky, I know specifically Kentucky, cause I did a little reading on this um, the other day. Kentucky has $42 billion in unfunded 
future liabilities with with teachers, which is the pension part mm-hmm. part of this. Um, so I can see why Kentucky is in full panic mode. They mm-hmm. they have someone prior administrations for teachers' votes for. Um, the votes of other people that are related to teachers or educational or who have been teachers or mm-hmm. people that want to be future teachers. Some person in the government made all these promises in pensions or whatever it may teachers, teachers compensation. Right. And now they don't have the ability to pay this. Yeah. So they're 40 to $42 billion in unfunded liabilities. Yeah. How, so Kentucky's got to do something. Sure. <clears throat> so it's either a, you cut stuff out or B you, you bite the bullet and go into huge debt to to do this. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know what the answer is to that because I'm not a politician. Whoever the politician is, well, that'll be a death knell to their campaign. I guarantee you. Yeah, it was. It's a new governor, Matt Blevins, I think it is. And, and I like, and I like Blevin. Blevin is a uh, fiscal conservative. He's reasonable, um, but he's a moron. <laughs> Everybody's a moron. Uh, to be in politics, I think you have to be a moron. <laughs> but um, true. You, so the teachers go back to the original point, original question. I, and I'm not saying I don't have sympathy for teachers because I my daughters have some great teachers, right. and they've had great teachers. Right. But going into the teaching is you're not forced to do that. I mean, I, I've just had a uh, friend of ours from who transitioned at the age of. Um, mid thirties into teaching after all these years of being in retail. Wow. So it's a choice. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying so you make a choice because of pay or whatever, but I understand that. But you know, what, what's unfair is that I don't know if it's career day where they're missing out or people are not are exactly told what they're going to be making. Mm. I'm not sure. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure what the allure of teaching is. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the allure is. But, I mean, I think that the people are called to different things. Like, sure. you say the same thing to a pastor. Like, well, why do you why do you do that? Yeah. And But does a pastor—I mean, do pastors go on strike? Or, you know, pastor—go ahead. No, but but I will say that, that the, the church looks—the church doesn't support pastors nearly as much as they should. I, I don't um, disagree with they that. They don't pay them nearly as much, even though that's a calling for them. Mm-hmm. They understand that they're going into this thing, and they're going to have to live at you know x amount of have a, this this type of lifestyle because they decide to go into that. Sure. Now, does that mean that we shouldn't pay them more? Um, you know, no, I don't think that that's the case. I think that they should be paid more. Right. And the same thing with teachers is they have a passion, they have a calling mm-hmm. to to teach these kids, and that's for whatever reason that that's what they feel like they should do, and they they know going into it that this is how much I'm going to get. But then when, A, the state says, well, psych, you know, we're taking away your pension, mm-hmm. then that's something to, to get all up in arms about. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Or if if you take away X amount of benefits for these teachers, what is going to attract these teachers to actually come to Kentucky to, to teach? Sure. You're not going to have that. So therefore, that is an issue. You're not going to have more teachers to replenish those that are going out. So there does have to be at least some spotlight to that, and I am glad that Kentucky and Oklahoma are getting those that spotlight shined on them because there does need to be some type of change. But going back to the taxation, I totally agree with that. Like we've got to figure out a way to fund these schools um, somehow, but maybe not through through taxes, maybe more privatized schools or things like that. But um, uh, these teachers are going into it knowing that they're going to have 
this pay, mm. and they're doing it because it's a calling. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't pay them anymore. No, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with that. But once again, you know, everybody's everybody's fruits of their label labor are as uh, a marketable asset. Um, and some of it's crap. Like you know, people get people get paid like sports stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, granted they're great athletes, but what do they really contribute? I mean, they're they're I not agree the, with that. they're not the ones that's pushing the button to like Homer Simpson keeping the <laughs> keeping the nuclear plant together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, yeah. These guys fill in the entertainment role. Yeah. Okay. They don't fill anything other than that. That they, they don't give us any knowledge. They may give some people some inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, but. For the most part, these these people are paid like kings and yeah. queens. Um, just because it's a, going back to the going back to the pastor versus the teacher, the pastor is paid off of donations and tithing. Mm-hmm. Um, these teachers are basically paid off of taxation through, you know, forced forced taxation. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's a little bit of difference in there, you know, as far as benevolency, sure, um, and something that's required. Uh, do I do I believe that this government, our all governments, local, county, city, uh, state, national, do I believe that they misappropriate funds for stupid things? Absolutely, Completely. absolutely. That uh, if you look at a gov- if you look at a, take any any government, you could take a city of only 150 people because that's all it takes to incorporate a city <clears throat> or a township. Mm-hmm. If you look at that, I guarantee you there's, there's going to be misappropriation funds for something. Yeah, sure. So. I think we have to dial it back. I think we have to relook at budgets. I think budgets have to be audited, not mm-hmm. by state employees or county employees or government employees. They have to be audited by independent agencies yeah. to find out where the fluff's going. If we if we have X amount of dollars being collected, then we need to allocate those appropriately to first responders or teachers. Yeah. I mean, because who cares if um, you know we got to repay the, this uh, this street for the third time in three years. Let's right. reallocate those funds for something else. Yeah. But <clears throat> will, will the teacher, for example, if you took all the teachers in Kentucky right now and every one of them quit, would they be replenished? There's a possibility of it. reason why is because there, there, there has to be the next generation coming in that says, no, I will not accept that. But there, but there will never be that. Just like how um, wages can be held down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, there's the big argument with immigration with, with you know, the reason why the, these people want to come in as voters and they want to you know, decrease the, the average wage, living wage. Well, there's a lot of truth to that because um, with if someone, if you have a standard guy that's been there for a couple of years making $8 an hour, demands a raise to be 10 but all of a sudden so-and-so comes off the street who's just entered this country willing to accept $7 an hour. Mm-hmm. That lowers the, that lowers the standard wage pretty right. quick. Yeah. Same thing with teachers. You you may have teachers that have uh, been there for for twenty years asking to be bumped from fifty to fifty five, mm. but all of a sudden you got a, a nice young teacher out of college at twenty two wanting to start at thirty four. That teacher at thirty that teacher at twenty twenty two twenty four is going to have to say no. I will not accept that. Yeah. I want you know I want to be paid this, but mm-hmm. it'll never happen. Yeah, because no, you I, constantly have an influx of people entering the work field. Yeah, so you to, to for teachers if they want to get serious, they have to that person coming in has to say no, will not work for that. Yeah, so I <clears throat> do I pretend like I know the answer? No, but I know that um, taxes cannot go up. I mean, because there's some localities like like Illinois, I think the average teacher makes ninety thousand dollars there. Wow, plus full pension. But of course, you got cost of living that's that's going to be more. Of course, Illinois also has had 
a, I think they had a net loss of people last year. People are moving mm-hmm. out of Illinois because they cannot afford to live there. Yeah. So that's that, that's the other problem. So eventually, it's going to be so high there with taxes in you know, Illinois that they're going to have unfunded liabilities also, just like yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. So um, just just raising taxes is not the answer because you're going to piss off people and they're going to move to another state. Yeah. No. And that's you know that's that is the beauty of the free market. But what if you made it so that you could donate or do a charitable contribution to a school or schools. You can already do that. You know, yeah, and then yeah. and that would be a tax write off for you, mm-hmm. and it would increase the funds directly to those schools. So you can might be you can option. already do that. Oh, just you like can do just that? like there's a line item on your on your uh, on your tax forms. There's actually a line item form. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you want to pay more taxes, mm-hmm. you can fill fill that de- that denomination in or nomination <laughs> denomination. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, you can fill that that dollar amount that you'd mm-hmm. like to donate to the to the U.S. government, and it goes directly to the U.S. government coffers. I wonder how many times that actually happens. <laughs> Probably none. Yeah. But you know, uh, uh, schools cause. I mean, you can you can. I think most county taxes, city of county taxes, when they collect, there's an optional blank mm. blank spot on there. I think Cabarrus County has it here where mm. we're at that you can actually pay more into, and and actually uh, designate those funds to go to that. Oh wow! So did not know that. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it's on. The, I know it's on the state tax form. It's also on the IRS form too. That you wow. can also do that directly. So How if you it? think that uh, um, you want to donate, if you feel guilty that you got a tax cut, or if you feel guilty <laughs> that you made too much money and didn't pay taxes enough, you can actually take hmm. that line item and actually pay more taxes. But do you get a tax deduction off of that? No, because you're giving direct uh, uh, for the next year. You do okay, so a little bit. But not it's not the same thing as donating to a five hundred one c three because our our the government's actually set up as a corporation. Well, so. good job there, government. <laughs> Thanks a lot. But I'm also no, I'm also no tax expert, so please do not follow tax advice by me. <laughs> have you done your taxes, by the way? Oh, listen, I, I have been on my wife for about two months now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, we we have a wonderful person that we have do our taxes. Um. And every, it's like I can't get the right paperwork. So, and it's it's on me. It's not on it's not on her. So, um, it's just I'm a moron. So I'm trying to get it together. Jess is getting it together. Right. Every time we send it, it's like, oh, I forgot about this. Not her. It was me. Yeah. yeah. So it's like son of a biscuit. I'm hoping to get ours done before the fifteenth or whatever it is. Yeah. So you can follow that extension, baby. I have every year for the last 18. (laughs) I haven't paid my taxes in the last 18 years. I'm just kidding. Yeah, there you go. Lord knows. And that's that's the the last episode of the show. (laughs) No, but like I said, I know it's an unpopular opinion because we have have some teachers that are friends. Um, Do I want them paid more? Absolutely. But I think also where that comes into is private market. Um, Schools that are private, schools that are, even some of these charter schools Mm -hmm. have higher teacher salary averages than our public schools. But also, I, th- I you can't. I, I don't think you can offer a blanket raise because what about what about the teachers that are doing great? Yeah. But also, what about the teachers that have just given up on life? Yeah. And are there for the paycheck? Do they deserve yeah. a raise too? No. I think it has to be merit based. Yeah, and, I completely agree with that. But see, that's 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 where where teacher unions hold can hold place hold counties and cities hostage is that they will ask for raises that are blanket. Yeah. So and. Yeah. They, and of course, they don't do a good job of actually getting out, weeding out the bad teachers. But anyway, that's just my humble opinion. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally, totally with you on that one. Um, all right, so we are going to call it a show. 
Thanks for tuning in. This has been Southern Fried Philosophy. Well, if you want me to, I can actually pretend to be our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that because we may want him to show up. That's right. <clears throat> anyway, we appreciate you tuning in. Please go to our Facebook page at Southern Fried Philosophy. You can also go to our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. Also go to our YouTube at youtube.com forward slash SFP Radio. Instagram and Twitter is at SFP Radio. Also, please, pretty please. Give you a dollar. That's right. Well, maybe something like that. But anyway, <laughs> um, go to Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, give us a review. Also, please share your favorite episodes. We really appreciate that. And as always, keep it rolling. <laughs>